You're listening to The Dirt on Dating Show with your host, Misha Noah. Get ready for real stories with everyday people on topics like the hottest dating apps, when to commit, and how to find a partner you actually click with. Whether you're on the prowl or spicing up your relationship, we've got the dirt to help you find success in today's digital dating world. Welcome to this episode of the Dirt on Dating Show. I'm Noah. And I'm Mish. And today we... Oh yeah, there we go. (laughs) 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 Next time you... Yeah. That was amazing. That was actually amazing. Today, we're going to take a glimpse into what it's like to date Marissa. So Marissa is from Redondo Beach. She's 27, currently living in New Orleans. She did a little bit of modeling in LA, graduated from school with an English literature bachelor's degree. Um, She loves to paint and currently works at Free People as a manager in New Orleans. Awesome. Marissa, how's it going? Yeah, it's going good. Um, I just moved into a gorgeous new apartment on Magazine Street in the Garden District, and I have a balcony, and it's been kind of a weird quarantine experience, but like, I mean, I'm enjoying it, to be honest. Like, having a, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful here. Oh, I need a visit. (laughs) You have to. Oh, my God. So Magazine Street, that's New Orleans now. Yes. So Magazine Street's basically like the equivalent of like Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica to like LA as to New Orleans. Like it's the popular like boutique street shopping restaurants, gorgeous like uh, old mansions, like very old boutique vibes. It's beautiful. Oh, it's so cool. So tell yeah. us, a, tell us how is, so how is the dating life now in New Orleans? Okay. New Orleans has been an, ex- just a wild dating ride and all my friends know about it. And everyone, I started dating a tattoo artist, a very like prominently known New Orleans tattoo artist in about like October and it was it was a great time. I rode around on his motorcycle through the quarter. We had so much fun. But he ended up being like crazy. I think that the men in New Orleans are insane. Oh. How was he crazy? <laughs> like what were things he was he very controlling? Controlling. He was an older man, very controlling, hated when I would hang out with any of my girlfriends just by ourselves. Like didn't want like me to be in a setting where men could possibly hit on me. Well, that's kind of, that's kind of quarantine now has made that a total reality, right? I know. I know. And it's been the weirdest (laughs) time because I broke up with him before quarantine. And then foolishly, I thought I would have maybe a little fun during quarantine and just like go on a few motorcycle rides, maybe get a tattoo from him. And I did all of those things, but it ended in, <laughs> and it ended in flames. But I mean, I, I don't regret it. Cause I, I had, it. I mean, it was fun, you know? I mean, I see it more as like a kind of poetic and like wild experience. And I really did experience New Orleans in a very interesting way, especially during like this pandemic where I was socially distancing. Just, we just went to swamps together. We went on adventures and then... You know, it was fun while it lasted, but what made it, like what was kind of the last straw or what 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 was it that you were like, okay, this needs to end? Basically, this happened literally about a week ago. This is still 
like wild times. My roommate um, and coworker, we both work at Free People. She absolutely despised him. And um, basically there was this whole big fight and we were kind of like, like, you know, hanging out with our, our two neighbors that we met who were both men. And then Billy, that's his name, came over to pick me up and there was a whole screaming fight between them. And then instead of getting mad at like her for, you know, just screaming and yelling and all that, he got mad at me for being in the presence of two men who were the neighbors. And so that's when I had the last straw. That's like, this is crazy. This isn't even worth fighting about anymore. I'm tired of the drama. I'm tired of like not telling anybody that I'm hanging out with him because it's just, he's so like volatile and loud and aggressive. It's just crazy. So there was good times, but it, and ultimately it's not worth it if you're just having fights with everyone. Like yelling, no yelling, please. I'm way too chill for that. I can't handle it. So I'm done. Yeah. Has he Good like, for you. has he been yeah. hitting you up since or like, has he? I, like, I blocked him on everything. Yeah. It, right when it happened, I blocked him text, social media. And I think like, that's the only way to really like be done with someone, especially like an ex is to just cut off all communication, all ties. Otherwise you're too tempted. Yeah, especially if you know that this is this is yeah. not I'm drawn not. to this for a different reason than than the actual romance. Like so actually what exactly. what do you think really was the the draw like about that? Yeah. Was it, you know, was it this just this wildness? Was it like you were in a position that you needed something new and fresh? To, like why why do you think you were going this direction? Mm, it was all those reasons. It was r- very romantic and wild and like exciting. And I did want something new and fresh. And it was, it really was for a long time. And it was very fun. And the romance and the passion is so like, it was so real. It was someone who I think does get loud and like blah, blah, blah. They have their flaws on that side, but they're also like the passionate romance is definitely a factor in those kinds of relationships. So yeah. now that you've now that you've had that and you've sort of danced with the danced with the devil in a sense, or the or played with fire, however you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. What what do you what what would you speak to about your sort of ideal relationship or your ideal partner? Well, I've been thinking about that a lot. That's what I really need to like manifest on and think about because I, one of the steps after getting out of something like this is to really like reflect on what you do want. And I, I think I just want someone kind funny and just don't get mad when I want to hang out with my friends by myself. Like that's crazy. Yeah. I think that's honestly like one of the most toxic things that can happen in relationships. You know, I think that friends are so important and it always blows my mind whenever I hear guys and girls be like, Oh, they don't like me hanging out with my friends. And like, well, that's a huge issue. Like if I'm dating someone, it matters a lot to me that their friends like me. And like, it matters to me that they have that friend time, you know? Yes. I, yeah, exactly. It's very important. I think especially for you two, you're both very social and very outgoing. I can see that. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been a yes girl to Michelle since day one. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. A quick, quick little, I gotta say it, quick little thing of how we met. When I first moved to LA, I've been here since September, 2015. We met on Bumble BFF and <laughs> I got invited to go to Vegas with some promoters and I needed a friend to go. And I was like, Hey, would you want to go to Vegas? Our first time meeting was rolling up our suitcases to a party bus and going to Vegas together. <laughs> That's, that sounds amazing. Yeah, she's yeah. down for sure. <laughs> 
I'm just down. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so you've got some really fun. Um, I love I love checking out some of the art and stuff on. You know, I was looking on your Instagram. Cool, cool oh, stuff. Yeah. Thank you. So, um, so how much of of your like your creative process comes from your experience with love and romance. Cause I've, I, I saw that like when you're at spark, when you're talking about the, the romance and, and, and just mm. like getting in there and, and letting loose, letting free, like does that yeah. impact your creative process in any way? Definitely. I think that all my heartbreaks that I've had in the past, they've all like, I've always tried to like, you know, mend myself after a relationship and paint something and get back to like reading arts and everything. So I think with art, it's good to feel, I don't know, some kind of passion. I think of like ideas in my head all the time, just because I'm like, just, you know, instead of reflecting on the sadness of your relationship, you know, and what happens, it's like, you can turn that into like, you can turn that those emotions into like colors and art and like, you know, I tried to paint something different than I ever painted before, which I usually paint like horrible land, like, like dark, creepy trees, but bright colors, um, a lot of like monsters, but I tried, I painted a self portrait instead of just like a lounging nude of me and, and like my cat. And I really like it. So I think I'm going to like move in a different direction. It's always good to explore new things, you know? Yeah. Totally. <laughs> All right. So other than jumping on a, on a bus with a, with a stranger and a, with a suitcase, how do you typically meet new, new like romantic partners? I found, I mean, I usually use Tinder. In the past, I've used Tinder, honestly. But here, I haven't really used it that much because the Tinder in New Orleans, I don't know how I feel about the selection. I don't know. <laughs> Is it sketchy? It's sketchy. And I talk about this all the time to people because like the Tinder in LA is very different. And the Tinder when I lived in St. Louis was different. You know, it's just like New Orleans has got a lot of crazy artists, you know, different types of people that are just like a little like they're charismatic and artistic, but it's like, I just don't know if I'm going to meet like a, just a, a nice regular dude. <laughs> right. And it's, it's interesting too, because since you've lived in all these different cities, like on an, you know, whether you're on a dating app or not, isn't it really interesting how different the people are? You know, like, do you feel like, gen- like overall you are attracted to the type of guys in New Orleans or it's kind of been like, uh, like, like what city that you've lived in, it has like your type mostly. Honestly, I think St. Louis had the best selection. My hometown. (laughs) Yeah. Just like, just like down to earth, cute boys with tattoos that love their mom (laughs) and they love going to bars. Simple, you know, I love it. Like, that's what I like. Down to earth, like, cool. Maybe they're a bartender. Maybe they're a a musician in the Midwest. Like, it's awesome there. I love the selection in St. Louis. <laughs> so what so, so what's your hottest tinder hookup story oh god um the hottest well ever ever the hottest one was in scotland and i was on tinder in scotland and i met this like guy from glasgow and i fell in love with him immediately and he had this like thick accent and we ended up like dating for like a year after that it was a great time that was my favorite tinder experience ever you dated for a year after that wow i know yeah that's a long time long distance too i know and long distance never works but it was fun while it it was fun though it was probably more like a a mental i mean obviously you had the physical when you were together but like yeah it was a very like mentally stimulating experience yeah definitely that was my favorite 
also want to, you know, I want to, I want to chat a little bit about like what you look for when you're, when you're seeing like a guy's profile on, on Tinder, because a Mm -hmm. lot of the times there's, um, people just don't know how to, uh, people just don't know how to actually like make their profile look appealing because it's maybe their first time getting on the app. And I think like with coronavirus and like everybody's like, can't go out and date and meet at a bar. So now people are going on there, but they have no idea what to, what to do. What do you think? Like, what, what's the, what's the strategy? What do you like to see on a, on a, on a man's profile? Okay. Well, there's a few rules that I personally have. And number one is I don't want to see the first pick be a shirtless pick. I always swipe left. Like you are clearly very focused on yourself and that's great for you, but that's not what I'm looking for. That like, I don't know, that beefy, like super into themselves kind of vibe. And also I like a bio, like you should have a little something about yourself. I always swipe left if I see nothing at all. You know, it's like, who are you? Say something, articulate. Totally. Yeah. What are your thoughts on like relationships over time? Like how do you deal with being with the same person for so long? What's What's been your longest relationship? And yeah, like how do you keep it fun or what are some struggles you face? My longest one was two years when I moved to St. Louis with a bartender and we lived together for two years and we had a, we had a really good time. But I mean, things that make it work is just to like keep doing fun stuff together. It doesn't have to be anything like crazy or like expensive. It could be just like going on maybe a road trip to the beach together by yourselves or like having like a park picnic day. Or, and that's very relevant during coronavirus as well. Like there's so many things that I would do if I did live with a guy and then I do it with my roommate instead. Like we'll have picnics in the park, just little things to show. I don't know that you can still have fun together. I don't know, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, and it's like continuing to create those experiences and keeping it fun and kind of, it's something to talk about, you know? Yeah. Creating more memories together. Exactly. All right. So Marissa, we are going to switch gears a little bit and start asking some fun questions. So this is our rapid fire round. We're going to ask some, um, (laughs) we're going to, we're going to, we're going to push the limits a little bit. We're going to ask some nice dirty questions. We're going to ask some, some, some random political questions uh, and just get a sense of your opinion and your personality and like, just like what you think about life and the world that we live in. So are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So first question, how much nookie do you need per week? How much nookie do I need per week? (laughs) Um, I would say at least three times a week, minimum. But if I'm, it's like a beginning relationship, like two times a day. (laughs) Got it. Would you say you have any fetishes? Mm, I love tattoos now. (laughs) How how tatted? Like all tatted up or just some? Like tatted, all tatted, baby. Neck tats. All right. If if uh, if you could if you could sleep with any celebrity that you wanted, who would you choose? Oh my god! I've always thought Michael Fassbender was really hot. That actor from Jane Eyre. He's like he's an in Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Do you prefer to give or receive? Give. What about water sports? Water sports, like, <laughs> like I'm okay with anything in the heat of the moment. rough or romantic both uh rough and romantic but i guess rough over romantic if i have to choose all right what's the cheesiest pickup line you've ever heard and then the cheesiest pickup line you've ever said oh god ever heard 
I don't know. There's so many of them. Like, you look like you just walked out of a magazine. I don't know. It's cheesy stuff. Who knows? Anything that sounds, I don't know, rehearsed is cheesy. And then to me, I'm just awkward and lame. And I'm just, I tell them they're cute all the time or something. Mm-hmm. I don't have a line. All right. Mish, anything? All right. We'll do one more. Okay. Uh, what, what's your favorite position? Doggy. Doggy style. Classic. I got one more. What, what's your What's your thoughts on that phrase? Make him wait five dates before sex. <laughs> I used to not think so, but now I kind of think that it kind of adds to the sexiness if you wait a little bit more. Otherwise, it's more one night standy, depending on the situation. Fantastic. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up with one final question about your advice to your younger self. So, as you're entering the dating world, what would you say to yourself, your younger self? It could be advice like, "Oh, you should have just like been more understanding," or like, "Don't sleep with strangers." Whatever that advice might be. Ready? Go. I think trust your instincts and always do the thing that you think is right. And if you think that that's the better choice, do that one every time because otherwise it gets really messy. That's what I would tell myself. Trust your instincts. Amazing. Thank you so much for being on the show, Marissa. It's been a pleasure to get to know you. Thank you, Marissa. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. So much fun. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. And of course, if you enjoyed it, be sure to swing over to all of your iTunes, Spotify, all those places and rate the show, leave us a review. And even if you didn't enjoy it, leave us some feedback. Let us know um, how we can improve and we'll take that feedback and grow. So If you do want to be featured on the show and share your story with us, visit dirtondating.com backslash single to introduce yourself. We always need more stories from great singles and people in relationships like yourself so that we can keep the show going. Don't be shy, stay safe, talk dirty, and we'll see you in the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Dirt on Dating Show. We hope you enjoyed the ride. Stay safe. Talk dirty. And we'll see you here tomorrow for another wild dating adventure.